0: Hi everybody. Welcome to the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. It's Tech Talk and it is October 16th, 2023. And lots going on with all kinds of technology and not too long ago we heard about a big new Windows update. And uh, some have some have experienced it, others have yet to, but they will. And to kind of give us an idea as to what that's all about, we welcome back to Tech Talk, Jeff Bishop. Thanks, Jeff
1: thank you larry well good evening everyone and welcome to tech talk Uh, today we're going to talk a lot about the the newest update to windows 11. some of you may have it some of you may not some of you may have to wait a little bit this is all about uh, coming to your device when it's ready so before we get into features i want to talk about that process a bit um so let's just first talk about how this is going to be made available on September 26th of this year, uh, Microsoft released to those who are called seekers, and I'll tell you how. If you wish to be brave, you too can be a seeker. Uh, can go obtain the window, the latest Windows 11 22H2 uh, release. And uh, let me first just give everyone a caveat just so everyone is very, very aware. Um, I, I am not working for Microsoft any longer, And anything that I say here are Jeff Bishop's opinions and thoughts and do not represent anybody except me. Um, so please just keep that in mind. That's extremely important. So just, just want to get that out of, get that uh, mentioned here. Okay. So, September 26, Microsoft released the Windows 2022 H2 release, which is the feature release that has all of the new features in it. And if you work for a company, then your company may or may not allow some of the features to come in. If you um, have an older machine that does not qualify for Windows 11, then you won't get it. Uh, if your machine is currently running Windows 11, then I believe, and I haven't heard anything to the contrary, but I could be wrong, that anybody who can run Windows 11 today should be able to upgrade to this new release. And you say, well, how does one get this new release? Well, you can do this by going to your Windows Update settings. So you can press the Windows key plus the letter I, tab over to where it says System, and then hit the End key. You'll tab over to where it will say check for updates and then you'll tab once more and it will say be among the first to get the latest updates and then you'll tab once more and there'll be a a toggle switch that says get the latest updates as soon as they're available if you you want to enable that to be on and not off it is if it is off then you will not get the update Uh, that is now available to the world okay now at some point and everyone is sort of guessing as to when this uh, you know time frame might be but at some point Microsoft will make this more generally available where you do not necessarily have to enable this switch and when they do then everybody will get uh, these, these features now There are a number of changes, and in fact, Microsoft posted that there are 150 changes in this release. Well, we're not going to talk about 150 changes. We're only going to talk about those things that I think are top of mind, those things that are most important and relevant um, to each and every one of you, okay? So let's get started. Uh, I'd like to start just by talking about what are the pros and cons of upgrading um to this release and there are five pros uh we get windows copilot now everyone knows what chat gpt is right ai is the the new shiny new thing that everyone's all excited about and microsoft brings ai to windows with windows copilot or copilot for windows I'm not, really, I'm not sure what the official name is these days. Um, it seems to have gone back and forth a bit. So um, you know, just stay tuned for that. We'll talk more about how that's invoked, and what that can do, uh, what its intended purpose is, and all of that in just a minute. Uh, Windows 11 22 h 2 with all of its new features, gets a new File Explorer. This is kind of cool. It's uh, got all kinds of shiny new things, include tabs. So if you're used to using tabs in your uh, browser then you now can do this in File Explorer and we'll talk more about that. There's some additional things as well some new uh, rearranging of the way that File Explorer looks and feels and we'll talk about ways that you can either continue to use it that way or if you want you can revert it back to what you're used to at least a little bit anyway. Built-in backup and restore cloud features. So what this basically means is that you're able to backup your Windows settings and applications that are installed on your device. It looks to me like most of these are going to be applications that come from the Windows store. And uh, when you restore your device or you purchase a new computer, it will ask you if you wish to restore your settings from your backup. And it even will remember where you pin things, and uh, it will remember your specific settings that you had in each application. It's, it's pretty thorough. I have not done an exhaustive uh, uh, determination as to how thorough it is, but uh, it looks to be pretty promising. So we'll just have to see. Lots of small AI enhancements across the operating system. That kind of goes without saying and general quality life improvements, including accessibility, by the way. So we'll talk about about that too. The cons. Um, The AI assistant, according to Windows Central anyway, and uh, I probably would, mm, I don't know. (laughs) I think it really depends on what you're wanting out of this. But they're saying that the AI assistant is still a little basic and it's slow. Slow, yes, I, I will I will say that it is slow um, but considering what it does, I, I don't know, it's, uh, it's really all relative really. Uh, file Explorer performance needs to improve according to Windows Central. Well, it's needed to do that for screen reader users for a very long time. And so I'm not really sure that that's anything new in reference to us. And for those that are low vision, Dark mode is a bit inconsistent, according to Windows Central. All right. So let's talk about accessibility first. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. There's a number of uh, enhancements related to uh, Narrator natural voices. So remember, we've talked here at Tech Talk a number of times about Narrator, and we've talked about the natural voices that come with Narrator. Well, there are, I believe, eight additional languages now available, including some uh, UK and uh, Hindi English voices, and there's uh, Spanish and German, and there's a bunch, there's a bunch. Um, And so, if you know someone who could utilize that, then send them into Narrator Settings with Control-Windows-N, that takes you directly into Narrator Settings, and then you can tab down to where it says uh, natural voices, and there's an add voices button there. If you invoke that button, then there will be a new link that says select select your language. And then you can look and see what languages are available. And then you can look at the voices that are available to download in those specific languages. There has been a a number of other enhancements related to uh, accessibility, especially in um, a a lot of the work that the team has done where you can actually speak to your machine and, and actually, you know, uh, interact with it, with your voice. So uh, lots of great improvements there too.
2: I see Albert has his hand up. Okay,
1: Albert, go ahead.
2: Thanks, Jeff. It's a
3: great uh, presentation so far. I really enjoyed it and what you do on main menu as well. Since uh, Microsoft has a great working relationship, it seems with uh, uh, Freedom Scientific Vespero, vis- is there any way that maybe they could mi- Microsoft might consider migrating those newer voices over to um, Vespero so that we could have we could download them as well for the Windows operating system, the new one, the Windows Windows Eleven update.
1: Sure. Uh, well, what I what I will tell you is, and I since I don't work for Microsoft anymore, that I have no idea. Um, what I would encourage you to do though, and I know it's the answer that you you probably are expecting, and that is that you should provide feedback to Microsoft that you want that, right? I think that that the more people who request something, uh, you know, at least they're getting the signals that that's important to the community. Uh, so that's what I would encourage you to do. You can do that a number of ways. You can do that through the feedback hub, so Windows F, um, or you can uh, tweet, whoever uses Twitter these days, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. at, uh, at MSFT enable, and you can let them know that you would like to see those voices being used by, you know, Freedom Scientific or JAWS and, and maybe even other screen readers too. Um, and those are probably the best ways you could probably call the disability answer desk at 1-800-936-5900 and give them that feedback if you wanted to. But honestly, I think that's that's uh, you know, probably your your best way of letting the company know that that is important to you. Just like we do with Apple with Apple uh, you know, accessibility at apple.com, same principle, right? So just let them know. Um, you know, I think that would be the I think that would be the best advice that I can give you. Okay, Bobby, what's up? Oh. Um okay Jeff um I was wondering about um Copilot
3: of course um I have used it it is slow but here's my question when why is Cortana totally
1: deprecated and also um when the next version of Windows 12 I mean 11 comes out excuse me like 23H2 will you still be able to install Cortana when the number bumps up okay thank you Bobby um well first of all um uh I I don't really know the answers to these questions I can only tell you what Microsoft has publicly stated and that is that Cortana is uh is on its way out of Windows at least that's what the press is telling us um and and you know uh I, I think there are I think AI is is probably going to replace a lot of that. You know, I, I don't know that Cortana. I don't know. I, I I can't remember the the last time that I used it except when I set up my computer. You know, and it guided me through setup. That was probably really the only time that I really used Cortana. So for me personally, I don't know that I'm going to miss it uh, very very much. But I but I understand your sentiment there. Um. So yeah. I and I don't have anything else to share on that, Bobby. This is Rich
3: Yeah. Will this update be automatically pushed out or do we have the ability not to accept the update at this time?
2: Uh,
1: well, I mean, I mean, it depends on the version of Windows that you have. If you're on Windows uh, 11 Home, it's more than likely going to be pushed to you. If you're on a Pro version of Windows and you log into a domain or an enterprise type of environment, then yeah, your administrator can definitely block it. Um, you, if you have Windows Pro, you can do some due diligence and and enable some um, policies to block, probably block it. But uh, I have not investigated that for this release, and I don't know, you know, definitively. Um, I would encourage you, though, honestly. To to not uh, prevent it, because there are a ton of features as well as security updates that come along with these releases. So, if you're if you are especially a home user and you uh, are using your machine in your home environment, you want it to be as stable and as safe as possible. So, I would strongly encourage you to allow that update to uh, to come forward, unless you have a very specific reason to not allow it.
3: The, the only concern I had was uh, with some software that uh, I'm not 100% confident that it'll run
1: <laughs> with another version update. Um. Hmm. Well, my guess is is that if it's running in 11 now, it will probably continue to run in 11. But the best Excellent. bet there, the best bet though, is to check with the developer of your application and ask them because uh, I don't even know that Microsoft would have that answer for you. Because that really is dependent upon the, uh, you know, the developer of the application in question, really. Sure. Okay. Sure. Great. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. All right. Well, let's get into uh, the features here a little bit more, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about each one of these, and then uh, we'll go back to questions. So the first one is Windows Copilot. Uh, or Copilot for Windows. I'm not sure exactly which one that we're referring to it as these days. I think there is actually a definitive answer. I just don't remember. I think it's Copilot for Windows. Actually, uh, somebody will Google it for me and they'll tell us. Um, someone will get a gold star. Whoever comes up and tells us the right answer. Okay. So uh, someone asked, "How do I know if I have the new features?" Well, in in uh, in Windows 11. 22H2 that's been out for a while now, um, you know, like in August, July, June, whatever, right? If you press Windows C, does anybody know what happens if you press Windows C in the current release of Windows? Does anyone remember? All right, Windows C brings up, or used to bring up, the, the home version of Microsoft Chat or the home version of Microsoft Teams. So for those of you who, uh, who, I don't even know anybody who's actually used that to be honest with you. Uh, I tested it when I was working at Microsoft to make sure that it was working and that kind of thing, but I never was able to get my family to play with it with me or anything. And they were like, ah, eh, we have iMessage, we're good. <laughs> so, but that's what that's what Windows C does uh, has done up until now, and now Microsoft has taken that keyboard command over, and it brings up Windows Copilot. So you press Windows C, and by the way, if you're on the developer version of uh, Windows of Windows Insider, they actually fixed this. So um, I'm I'm sincerely hoping that will come to everybody in the future. But uh, Windows C is a toggle meaning that it shows and hides the copilot and if you've played with chat gpt it's very very similar or if you've played with bing chat it's very very similar so you you press windows c and it comes up with a thing where you can select the type of feedback you want like more creative more balanced or more precise and then you can you know press e if you're using a screen reader jump to the edit field and it and it asks you Um, Ask me anything, so you can type in a question. And one of the cool things about Copilot for Windows is that you can ask it questions about how to do things in Windows. Like, how do I turn on dark mode? Or, you know, any kind of question you might want to know how you might accomplish inside of Windows itself. You can also use your voice. Uh, There's a use microphone button, so you can speak to it. And we actually did this on main menu, where. We, we didn't think it would work, actually, uh, and we actually spoke to it at, while on a Zoom call. That was rather interesting, and it worked, and it came back with a, a really interesting sounding voice, very, very good sounding voice, and, and it read back to us the, the response. It took a while, though. I don't know if you remember, Larry, but it took it took quite a while uh, for- I do remember, yeah. Yeah, it, it took quite a while for those results to come back.
0: But it was impressive.
1: Yes, it was yeah. it was very impressive. And we asked it all kinds of things about John and Larry Gasman and you know oh, that's why uh, it took it, a long time to come and back. It, I think. We, we, you know, no, no, no. <laughs> and we asked it about uh, A C B media and when, you know, when, when did main menu start and it yeah. knew that and mm-hmm. you know, all those things. So it it, uh, it it's very, very good. It, it basically is using chat GPT, uh, and uh, it, it goes out on the web and you know, does this search thing. Um, you can you can copy the results of, of an item that you have searched for. It's, it's a bit difficult to do though. You have to shift tab back and find the copy button and then press enter on and then it copies it to the clipboard. It, it could, in my opinion, the UI could could do with some attention to make it a little better and a little more seamless, I think. But overall I think you know uh, it's come a, it's come a long long way and it's definitely usable. Um, would I rank it up there with being delightful? Mm, I think there's just a few minor, minor things that I think they could do to really make it a more polished experience. But by far, it's it's pretty darn good. And and you know, I would have to say that it's definitely um, accessible. So give it a try. Uh, if you have Copilot for Windows, then you have the new features. That's truly the quickest way to know whether you have the new release. So simply uh, boot up your machine. If you've taken an update, press Windows C. If uh, you get something that is is welcoming you to chat and wanting you to chat with your family, well, then you don't have it yet. But if you get Copilot, then yes, you have it. I would point you to Winver, but those build numbers change. So the build number that I would give you may or may not be the right build number once you get it because these things change over time. So just keep that in mind. okay? Uh, so that's, that's Copilot for Windows and we'll take your questions on that coming up in just a few minutes. File Explorer. Now File Explorer is an interesting thing. We all utilize it. You can get to it with Windows E. And it's got some pretty interesting changes in it. Um, one of the things that it has is is the ability to have tabs. So you can control tab and control shift tab between tabs of File Explorer. You can open up new tabs uh, with control T. Um, and it opens up a brand new window, and then you can, again, control tab, you can copy and paste between the tabs. It's, it's actually very, very cool. Uh, there is a new home experience as part of OneDrive and File Explorer, so it's going to try to group things together for you uh, and try to, to put them in a sense of organization for you, especially showing those things that you've been doing most recently. Um, so, you know, it, it it's quite a bit different looking. Now, you can go into folder options and you can tell folder options to start in this PC, if that's what you want. That is definitely still available. And if you're, if that's, oh, someone, someone just unmuted there. uh ever's phone's ringing, please mute your device. Thank. Okay, thank you. Um, so, the tabs appear across the top, and again, if you're familiar with how to use tabs in your browser, then the tabs have got act identically the same. Um, the address bar is changed a little bit. Uh, there's a back button, so you can, just like the browser, you can go back between things in, in File Explorer. Um, it, it really is intended to make you feel like you're in a web browsing experience as much as possible. Really, that's really what the intent here is. Um, so again, there's new, uh, there's a new home experience there, and you can see exactly how things are grouped, and it's going to show uh, differences between things that are in cloud versus on your local machine. Uh, recently. Uh, reviewed files and you know those types of things so that's pretty much file explorer it is a bit slower to use at least i have found it to be but um it it does work really well they're, they're starting to also pull information in from office 365 especially in the detail pane and and um, the detail pane will give you more information about files that you're viewing um so, you know, you're going to probably start seeing more and more capabilities roll out uh, in Windows overall. Just integrating things more more closely. Uh, um, so, it's using AI to pull the recommended file list together. So, it tries to figure out, you know, what things are most important to you. Um, there's probably just some magic that's that's happening behind the scene there to uh, to make that happen. And finally, Microsoft is now supporting more archive file formats like RAR and other file formats, if you are interested in uh, such things. And, tar, and tar.gz for you Unix uh, fans, that, that's definitely available too. There are some taskbar updates. We're just in the interest of time. We're not going to talk much about those. But there's some new grouping capabilities and just some overall polish as it relates to the taskbar. Um, apps and widgets have been improved as well. Uh, and So that's if you if you're using those. I personally do not use widgets. I find them to just not be something that I that I tend to do. Uh, the Windows Settings experience has changed. They've brought a home. Uh, tile to that as well, which allows you to get at the most frequently used settings. Things like your Wi-Fi settings, Bluetooth settings, it will show you things about your Office 365 subscription, your your, uh, cloud storage amounts that are available to you so that you make sure that you understand what's happening there. Um, That's actually very useful. Uh, especially for people who are wanting to keep an eye on on those things you can i think you can even renew your office 365 subscription directly from there as well so it's uh it's it's pretty cool that that they've done that i'm actually happy about that uh they're they're seen visually as quote cards that's how microsoft is referring to them there are seven of them recommended settings cloud storage account recovery personalization, Microsoft Office 365, Xbox and Bluetooth devices. So again, lots of things there. And then um, that's probably something you're going to potentially see. You know, um, I think I think we're going to start to see that change over time too. I think they're just trying to constantly tweak and, and, and add polish overall. Uh, just like Office 365. We talked about Windows Backup and Restore. I'm not sure that there's too much more to say there, except that it's a a really great uh, experience that they're adding this. This is really going to allow people who, you know, buy a brand new PC for the holidays and need to get back up and running. uh, It's going to eliminate the need for uh, people to worry about getting their applications back on their machine, especially if they're relying on the Windows Store. And if you're using a lot of Microsoft-based technology and products, then most of that stuff is going to come directly in. And, and even a lot of apps that are not Microsoft-centric uh, will also be available in the Windows Store. Even like iTunes and you know uh, Google Chrome and you know you name it, it's probably in the store these days. That they've really enhanced what what applications can come from the store. So that's definitely a good thing. Okay, so those are those are some of the highlights that are that are coming in um, the 2022, or some are referring to it as the 23H2 release. I think that's mainly just going to be an incremental version bump. I think the features are already released to the world at this point, especially those that are seeking. Um, and uh, there's a lot of other features as well that are in this release tending to be on the more visual side um there's a new version of paint um uh, you know oh there's a new volume mixer which um if you press windows a which is the keystroke to get into quick settings you are now able to more quickly and efficiently change the volume of applications so let's say you have uh an Edge window open and you're listening to a YouTube video, you can simply go into Quick Settings and adjust the volume of that YouTube video without having to go into the Volume Mixer directly and doing that. So that's actually very, very nice. I'm actually very happy about that. Um, um, let's see. Uh, widgets. I'm just quickly scanning here to see if there's anything up that's um, there's some cool features for developers in reference to spinning up development machines. Uh, they've added some pretty cool features in that that space. Um, but that's pretty much um, it as far as the 22H2 release. Now, this does not mean that I am done because I want to give some tips and tricks about something here in just a couple of minutes. But before we get there, why don't we take some questions? Okay, Albert has his hand Okay, hey Albert.
3: Um, just a quick question. are there going to be three different uh, versions of uh, Outlook when, when the new eight, when the new uh, versions come out?
1: Ah uh, yes. So there is a new Outlook for Windows app that's going to um, that's, a, that's available now. You can get it from the store that replaces the Windows Mail application. Um, I have not personally played with this app. Uh, in quite some time. So I don't know of its current accessibility. Um, if you are already using um, Outlook f- that ships with Office 365, I-, I-, I would this is just my personal opinion because I just don't have anything to share with you on it on the current state of, of where this new app is. But if you are a current Outlook user and you're using that, I would I would recommend staying at, staying there at the moment um let let let's wait and see what that that's going to look like because i honestly don't know at this point
3: just one more thing before i forget um yeah sorry to interrupt, to interrupt. Um, you're fine go ahead is there going to be uh? Is, is copilot the same as copilot i'm not sure if i'm saying it right copilot so, yeah i think it's i think jaws pronounces it as, as copilot <laughs> yeah so
1: it's I'm, the same thing yeah
3: it is the same okay i want to make yeah. sure that
1: copilot just, yeah yeah yeah, they really should have capitalized the C in the p to be honest with you that <laughs> would have been so helpful
3: funny when i heard it. like it. yep mm-hmm. i had to spell yep. it out and make sure i was hearing right i said well, yep
1: right. yes uh, marie hi marie
4: hi um jeff i went in here just a little bit late you were speaking of a 22h2 release uh-huh i'm a real heavy user of file explorer i spend a huge amount of my time working up and have used it for years. And uh, I am going, you did say that uh, I'm trying the new format. The Yeah, browser type. It,
1: it's going it's to look a little different for you, but I think in some respects, Maria, you're going to like it because it mm-hmm. will allow you to open up multiple tabs now, which has been a request from users for a very, very, very long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it 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 does look quite a bit different though. So especially... I don't, um, you know, if especially if you're low vision, you might find it to be a little bit, um, you know, something visually you're going to have to get used to. It also that won't be
4: a problem for me. I'm a total.
1: <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. Uh, that, that was that was meant for others too, but um, yes, but 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 it's still going to have some idiosyncrasies that you're going to probably need to get used to. Too, so, you know, if your device takes it, um, you know. Take it slow and you know where to reach me marie so
4: yeah yeah i do but we'll do, if, we'll do something uh, if with I'm, bits on that if i'm really really needing to get in there and get something done and having a problem i can go back to the more the old format
1: oh i see uh once you upgrade uh no okay All right. No, you know you're going to be. You know, if you upgrade to the newest release, going backward is going to be. So this old dog
4: is going to have to learn some new tricks. That's all right. That's that. (laughs) That keeps you
1: young. You see, that's what that. that, That's what that does. Oh, thanks, Jeff. You're more than welcome.
4: Thank you. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, Penny is next. That's probably Penny Penny. Moss.
5: I was confused because I thought the latest update was 2023. So this latest is. 2022
1: h whatever that is yeah 22h2 uh officially that's what they called the september 26th release i think it was like the windows 2022 Mm -hmm. h2 september or october release i think is what they called Uh it And, and i i may have the phrasing on it wrong um but uh uh, yeah the twenty three h two I think I think and I, I I don't really know, but I think that the I think that's simply just going to be an incremental version number because mm-hmm. the the feature the features themselves are going to just be made more widely available to the to a wider audience and I think they're just gonna push the version number up I think but I you know i I who who knows I think we're all just gonna yeah. have to wait and see
5: so but right now 2022 is the latest update.
1: 2022 h2 yep
5: which i have because i bought a new computer this past christmas and i think i just got it because they they said they were doing updates and it it came in but um what i was wondering is microsoft teams is not a part of microsoft 365 is that right so if i need to get that do i have to go to the computers the microsoft computer store
1: it's microsoft teams itself mm-hmm. it, it uh mm, it, that 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 kind of depends i mean i mean um if you if you buy the answer i believe is yes it that Teams should be a part of i mean anybody can go to go get Teams. You can go to teams.microsoft.com and you can install it. There is a free okay. version of Microsoft Teams. year so you don't have to necessarily pay for it. Now, you may have restrictions on mm-hmm. what what you can and can't do with it, but I believe it, it, anybody is entitled to go get and download Teams. Any, any you know anybody can do that.
5: Okay, so that's teams.microsoft.com. That's correct. Okay, because I I may have to go to a meeting that uses it. I haven't had to use it yet, but um, I was wondering about that. And so um is there a tutorial or a training primer that I could find that could cuz I don't for Microsoft Teams? Well, no for just Windows 11 because I don't really understand <laughs> some of the widgets and the um you know that you're talking about with the um Copilot um is there i don't know that there's of... any
1: tu- i don't know that there are any tutorials yeah. yet for Copilot. that's a brand new feature okay and so i don't know um what i would suggest is that you take a look at the d-surf youtube video uh mm-hmm. page um and uh remember dan clark from freedom scientific do you remember yes. him?
5: Yes, I do. Yep,
1: mm-hmm. he's been doing training materials uh, for Jaws for Windows and, and and Windows overall. And my guess is, and I have not spoken to him, so I am, I, if 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 I am wrong, I apologize, to everyone. But my guess is, knowing Dan is the the way that I do, and Larry, you probably can back me up on this one. Uh, I I would not be surprised that we would see something from him, you know, once this is more widely available in reference to Copilot. Oh,
0: I think you're okay. going to see a tutorial on co-pilot, probably. Either Dan or, or the rest of the training department, somebody will do it.
1: Somebody will do it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, just, so just stay tuned. Somebody will do okay. it somewhere. Okay. Um, well,
2: thank thank you.
1: Any other hey, hands? Hey, Jeff. Yes, Don.
2: Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. I didn't think my hand raising was working. So. <clears throat> Anyway, very quick question for you. There is something in File Explorer, which I think maybe a lot of people will get confused by. Um, I'll go into a file, and then I'll edit it and close it and make changes. And when I Alt F4 out of it, for example, I end up on share and things that I don't end up on the file list anymore, like in the old times. You could talk about some tips and tricks when you get to that. How to deal with that because that is the most infuriating
1: uh... it can it can be and 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 mainly what i would recommend people you know just remember tab shift tab and f6 right those are going to be your best friends there to to get back to to where you need to be great um, point yeah so i think i think that's the best succinct answer without getting into the weeds on it but uh that's that's probably the best advice we can give at this point
2: i appreciate
1: that thank you yeah man oh sure man good to hear your voice yeah thank you uh michael
2: all right jeff i'll make this really quick because i've got to get back to making this salmon um
1: where's my salmon
2: you got to come back to Oregon uh if my if you weren't aware of it you can also now use control windows v and i found that keystroke today while doing some research that will put you in that new volume control where you can control the volume of different applications which i think is a lot more faster yep control windows v
1: uh yeah that it did yep
2: so there you go all
1: right very cool um yeah you can even turn on spatial sound by the way, it did nothing for me when I did that. Um, but you can if you want to try it. Uh, yeah, that that's that's sweet. I didn't even know about that hotkey. Hmm. Control Windows V. All right. To write OK, that next down. we have a, a phone call user from area code 623. 623. Uh, who is that, please? you hear me? We hear you. I'm Jason hello Jason
3: yeah okay with this new yeah you know, with this new upgrade are there any changes like with the like, Braille on my computer no.
1: Braille changes uh, n- no I don't think so not spe- not specifically in this release uh, Microsoft did release uh, newer versions of uh, you, you, you know they they worked on enhancing support for braille displays and they added a lot more braille display support in Windows um, and they 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 solved the the braille driver uh, conflict issue where for example, if you installed narrator Braille and then you switch to jaws Braille, uh, well you couldn't actually. so they they've made that more transparent to make it easier to use but no. I don't think so. They did add Narrator extensions in this release, so if you're an Excel user, um, then you might find that interesting. Uh, in fact, you really ought to try it. It's a it's a really outstanding feature, where basically the the reading of Excel is you know far superior than it has been in the past with Narrator. So you might want to give that a try. When you launch Narrator for the first time um it will download extensions and you'll be told with a notification if you go into uh, narrator settings there's a section where you can enable and disable narrator extensions and whether or not extensions are downloaded uh you know when you start narrator and uh yeah that i i can't believe i totally forgot about that that was something that we that I actually worked on bef- before I left Microsoft. It was one of the last projects I worked on. So I'm pretty darn proud of that one. That was a, a, a tremendous team effort by, by a lot of people, a lot of very, very talented people. And uh, very, very exciting stuff there for Excel. So if you haven't tried it, all, then give it charge. a try. It works It works. That is a narrator specific feature. This is Don uh, Brito. Okay. Hey, Don.
2: Hey, how are you? Good to hear, your Good hear you. Good to hear your voice. Thank, thank you. Thank you. So much.
1: Sure, man. How can I help?
2: Well, I, I almost am embarrassed to ask you this. Question no, no, no. Stop
1: that. that. I ask I'm you embarrassing questions.
2: Anyway. <laughs> I do not have a Microsoft account. I know that the heresy of it all. Um, that can be fixed, I also, though. <laughs> I also don't have Office. And, and i don't want either on my machine okay uh, work machine maybe but other than that no so okay i am running windows 11 so far and i've done some virgin installations etc so far mm-hmm. i've managed to keep a local account uh because i don't want any uh it's my machine and that's the way i want to yeah, keep it yeah yeah
1: i suspect that if you upgrade that machine you'll I mean first of all I don't know because I, I I haven't run on a local account in a really long time yeah. um, i I for one find value um in in a microsoft account meaning my my software licenses and things travel with that account so if I have to reinstall sure. windows then it then it knows about me and I don't have to re-enter like you know uh windows keys and all of those things yeah but, but sure, I mean absolutely. but that's okay that's okay so but if you're asking if you do an upgrade will it, will it maintain that i I think so but i i would not want to make that to uh, to be a definitive statement
2: yeah okay because i have a feeling there's going to come a day when it's just not going to be possible anymore
1: Uh, i don't know um that you you may be right i i i I don't even want to guess on that one because i honestly don't know
2: okay no problem thank you very much sure don
1: okay lauren
4: I, I'm really interested in this new Windows 11. I'm really excited. Um, so you mentioned what, what was that? about narrator that you, that there's a new feature narrator that we that that they have. What is what is this? Uh, I wasn't following.
1: Yeah, two two new features in narrator. Uh, there are uh, more natural voices in different languages. That and I then, know. And then then there's the new narrator extensions feature, which uh, brings better support for Excel uh to narrator and outlook is also now an extension as well so but that support hasn't really changed too much but the excel features are are broad and vast there's quite quite a quite a number of enhancements there in the, in uh, as far as excel is concerned so those are the those are the big narrator improvements in this release
4: that's really amazing and and then i also noticed that there was a new outlook coming up that
1: yep yeah, we talked a little bit about that. It's a uh, it's a it's a new version of Outlook that will be made available in the Windows Store. Um, but I again, if you're using Office 365 and you're using Outlook in that release, I would I would advise everyone stay there for now until we know more. Ah,
4: uh, okay. okay. Thank you. It's very sure, thank forward. you. Thank right.
1: you. Okay. Um we did a couple of events if you have not had a chance to uh, to give them a listen um both on double tap and on technically working where we dove really really deep and maybe Larry we should we should maybe think about making that a whole show cuz there's enough material there that we could we, we spent an hour and a half doing it when we did it uh, okay. on technically working hmm. um but uh, there, there's some um there's some really great content that we put together relating to um First of all, what what are the things one might consider doing when um, doing what we call a nuke and pave, meaning you're you're you know reformatting your drive and you're reinstalling Windows fresh? What are those things that are most important? And and then we dove into some tips and tricks that relate to things that users should consider doing in Windows and on the Mac for that matter. Um, that are going to allow you to be more efficient and productive on your device. And I think that there are, um, we, we spent, I don't know, 45 minutes in one of those episodes talking just about edge alone, where we talked about things like, you know, minimizing the impact of, of uh, things that launch in the sidebar or turning off the sidebar, um, doing things like uh, turning off features that 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 clutter up the user experience inside of edge. Uh, changing things back to the classic way that we all at least i I know I loved and I don't know about anybody else, but if you've noticed recently that when you open up edge windows, they all appear in your alt tab order, as opposed to just having one Microsoft edge application in your alt tab order. Now you might have four or five, depending on how many windows you have open. Well, we we showed you how to do that so that you can, you know, revert back to that old style of navigation with, you know, edge. So if you want to be able to very quickly get to, you know, Uh, a tab. You're not actually leaving the browser. You can just control tab or control shift tab to get to it. Now, some people like the new um, window approach and others people do not. So it's really more about customer choice and customer preference. But due to the time constraints we have here, we won't dive into all of this now, but um, let's schedule that one because I think, um, and Michael uh, Babcock, if you're still here, um, that might be one we might ask you to help come and help help on the Mac side uh, do but uh, that might be a really really fun one to do I think people would find it extremely engaging Um, there was there was quite a bit of advice given in that and uh, uh, and quite a bit of banter so if you have not listened to those podcasts then get a head start and go find them in your podcatcher of choice and you can listen to that but uh, I think that would be a great one to bring to uh, Tech Talk it's
0: very good in the the next few weeks I'll have my people call your people all right, you know okay. how to reach
1: out. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sure. If anyone needs to get a hold of me, you can email me just like Jessica has, uh, but apparently it didn't get delivered, so you can try too when it should work. Uh, jeff at jeffbishop.com, J-E-F-F at jeffbishop.com. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at jeffbishop at mastodon.online. And, and if you must, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I don't really go there very much these days, but... I'm at Jeff Bishop on Twitter as well. So I hope this was very useful to everybody. Uh, again, um, you know, stay tuned. If it's not already on your device, it will be soon. At least I think it will be. It's all dependent upon the, the Windows update gods that serve each and every one of us that have a Windows device, right? So thank you, John. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, audience, for uh, being here tonight. And I'll turn the meeting over to Larry.
0: Thank you, sir. Good presentation. Learned a lot. And there's so much more to learn. And uh, so we'll be chatting about that and things to do in the weeks to come very soon. Uh, John is here to talk about next week. Next week, for those who are users of the NVDA screen reader, Quentin Christensen will be with us again. He usually uh, is with us once a year to talk about the latest NVDA update. And so that's what we'll hear next week here on uh, Tech Talk. So I hope you'll be with us.
1: And Thank then, you. Larry, next week on Main Menu, yes, uh, Ryan is going to be back. That's Ryan gonna Jones. Talk about, yeah, he's going to mm-hmm. be with us and talking about um, the... 2024 JAWS release coming out, and more probably. And more. I'm sure more, yeah. Maybe they'll have the announcement ready for us to tell us what feature won.
0: Oh, yeah. That contest, I think, is is, is today the last. It ends today. today. Today's the last day. Okay. And more besides on main menu. So join us. Don't forget to join us on main menu. Yep. Yep. Okay. And I think that's probably all we have time for at this point in time. So we will join you all next week, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, for another version of Tech Talk.